0: Are you being entertained? Are you enjoying the NBA playoffs this year? I for one am. Title of this episode is called So Far, So Great. There's been a lot of drama, good coaching, nice strategy, players stepping into the moment, players weltering in the moment. Here on Lunch Table Talk, we will discuss some, some storylines that we've seen within this whole playoff run by several different teams. And it begs to ask the question, who has enough to finish? Stay tuned. Grab some snacks. Come back to the table. Let's talk. As we are getting close to who can host Larry O'Brien trophy, we must say congratulations to the Denver Nuggets, the Los Angeles Lakers, and the Miami Heat, as all three teams have made to the conference finals. As we wait for the Game 7 winner between Philadelphia and Boston, I must at least give you my opinion as far as Denver, LA, and Miami. Let's start with Denver. Joker played lights out in the series against the Suns. I hate to say it, but I think since they gave Embiid that trophy, he wanted to prove everybody that he should have been the most valuable player of the season. The man averaged a triple-double. He pretty much was showing you why he's the best center in the world. Excuse me. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, this is just a thought, people. I'm hoping that Denver... And if the Philadelphia 76ers can get past Boston, can meet in the finals. It would be awesome to see both those guys go at it for that first opportunity to win an NBA championship. So congratulations to you, Denver. Let's talk about the recent game also that that happened last night with the L.A. Lakers. Not only did they dismantle the Warriors last night, They have been on a tear since they made those changes. They went from being on the outside of the play-in game to winning the play-in game for the seventh seed in overtime, and now they've reached the conference finals. It begs to ask the question, is it LeBron and AD's time again? And if so, is this the last time we're going to see them play the way we're seeing them play right now? A.D. has been more consistent in this series than he was in the last. He only had one subpar game. He was dominant. He was superb. And more importantly, he took some of the heat off LeBron. But he wasn't alone. They had Lonnie Walker IV in one game. D'Angelo Russell had some moments. And of course, Austin Reeves, if you saw last night, had the ultimate moment. A half-court three-pointer before halftime to keep the lead at 10. The Lakers just played lights out last night. Shout-out to you, Darvin Ham. Great coaching job so far. But now here comes the next task. You're going against the Nuggets. I really don't have a dog in this fight. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers do win this series But my heart, I want to go with Denver. I, I think Denver is younger. I think they're more deeper. They have more cohesion. And that's nothing to say anything bad about the Lakers. I feel like the Lakers have a deep squad. They have come together since they made those trades. And more importantly, I feel like AD has been dominant in these playoffs but it's like a heckle and jekyll thing with him he can have a great game then all of a sudden he just disappears like where's Waldo so I think that's going to be an outstanding conference finals I'm hoping Denver wins a 6 but if not the Lakers could take it because right now I think the momentum for them is very very high but I really would like to see Denver in the finals against the Sixers. Hopefully the Sixers can beat Boston. But let's look at Miami. Man, they went through the play-in game too. They actually had to go through two games to get to the playoffs. It took out Milwaukee. And last night they took out the New York Knicks. First of all, I want to give the Knicks some love because it's been a minute since they've been in the second round. I'll get to them in a second what I think their upside might be. But shout-out to Eric Spolstra, the culture of the Heat, because once again, they're back where they can make some real noise in the conference finals. Jimmy Butler... What can we say about him that, that hasn't been said? This guy balls out without question, without a doubt. The question you need to ask yourself is what is the ceiling for the Miami Heat? Because, see, now they have the way for their opponent, whether it be the Celtics or the 76ers. I do think that the fairy tale will come to an end in the conference finals only because. I feel as if, well, it depends. I think if it's Philadelphia, I don't think they have an opportunity or a chance. And the reason why I say I don't think they have an opportunity to beat them is because I feel like Embiid's on another level at this moment. I also feel like James Harden has found his groove again. I also believe the supporting cast has stepped up to a point where, you know, once they're hitting their shots... It's, it's almost like it's lights out. And I can't say the coaching would be the edge because both guys have won championships. Doc Rivers still has that one lone chip from 2008. But Eric Sposher coached the Heatles, And he's been there for a very long time in Miami. But the one thing Miami has on its side that most people are probably not paying attention to, they have a lot of veterans. They have a lot of ballers. And I didn't think that much of that after they lost two of their best supporting cast members, Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo. So they've surprised me so far. To me, they're the biggest surprise of the playoffs. They beat Milwaukee and they beat the Knicks. But let's talk about the Knicks for a second as I backpedal to the teams that are not on the outside thinking about next season. The Knicks had a great season. But I feel like they're missing something. I don't know what that is. Jalen Brunson was probably the biggest pickup this offseason. Hopefully, if they still have any cap space, we'll we'll explore that. They might want to pick up somebody else. Julius Randle was decent. RJ Barrett was kind of dismal, but what can you say? It's their first playoff run. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe they just need to grow together but they definitely have something in New York if they build on it they definitely do and of course when New York is right the NBA is right cause it's the mecca the Phoenix Suns I read a title that said the sunset in the valley that might be possible after all Kevin Durant was in his mid 30's still a deadly scorer but him and Booker just had a subpar game against Denver I understand that they've been going through the gauntlet as far as that team being so big, so athletic. But something must be said about Booker and closeout games. Last year, they lost by 30 or more. You can go check the stats. But this year, just being down by 30 at halftime? I don't know, man. Chris Paul's always hurt. I think that brother's really cursed. And then DeAndre Ayton. I don't even want to really talk about that cat. He like Joker. Joker's a great player. Let's I'm not saying he's not a great player. Joker's a great player. But there's no way Joker should have gotten a triple double. No way. Hell no. I mean, he's going to get his points. He's going to get the rebounds. He's going to make He's going to have assists. There's no way he should have averaged. Let me say that again, people. He averaged for the series a triple double. That's just that's downright. You you can't get no bigger than that. You just can't. The Warriors. Great champion. They have had a very unique run from starting in 2015 up to now. The question that's on everyone's mind should be Is this the end? I can hear new editions singing in the background. Is this the end? Or you can have Boys the Men, the end of the road. But I'm not going to bust into no Boys the Men of the road. See, Steph Curry is 35. He's going to finish his career with the Warriors. I think they took care of Clay. He's 33. Draymond's 33. But I think his contract is up. is 39. You know, he's probably the Udonis Haslam role at this point. The question you need to ask yourself is, how much longer are they going to keep this core together? Secondly, In this series against the Lakers, it was shown that they were too small. Let me say that again. Too small. In the past, them being small was always overcome because they could always make shots. This whole playoff run, at least against the Lakers, they have been kind of subpar from the perimeter. But because we see them do it time and time again, we must give them the benefit of the doubt. Steph wasn't making his shots like usual. Clay wasn't making his shots like usual. Jordan Poole had a great run last year, but unfortunately, he didn't even show up in this series. He had a couple literally splash moments. Andre Wiggins balled. Draymond Green did his thing to a certain degree. And I must give Kevon Looney some love because that dude, despite his limited Abilities on a basketball court. He know, he sticks to his strength. I'm going to rebound and I'm going to play tough. I'm going to play hard. But is this really the end of the Warriors as we know them? That's a huge question. How much more can you get out of this dynasty before we say it's over? And we could call it a dynasty. I mean, some people might say it's not. But when you win four championships out of eight years, it's not a typical dynasty, but it's a dynasty. And now they're going home, which ain't far, and management has some decisions it has to make. I believe they need to get bigger, at least in the front court, because if you're thinking about it, if you wanna to continue to contend, you gotta go through Denver. You're gonna to have to battle the Joel and beads. And don't forget, Giannis is still out there. You might see Milwaukee. The idea of Steph and Clay carrying his team is not ideal anymore. Steph is still a great shooter. Shooters shoot. Clay is still a great shooter. But they still got to be able to play defense. I don't know. I spent a little more time with the Warriors, but they are the defend. They were the defending champions. They deserve that much respect. In the beginning, I wasn't a big fan of theirs, but as the years have gone by, I became at least be able to say I respect them. And last year, I did root for them to win it all because it was Steph's coming out party of finally achieving the one thing that was off his resume the finals MVP I believe throughout this whole playoff run against Sacramento they just caught them at the right time Sacramento's young this was their first chance in the playoffs in a long time they see De'Aaron Fox and and the rest of that crew With Sabonis, Malik Monk, they're not going to beat them. I'm sorry. We may have seen the last of what we think are the Warriors. I could be wrong. Free agency is around the corner. Maybe they can add something. But I do think they're too small. We'll be back with our guests in a few minutes. So, have you been enjoying the playoffs this season?
1: Um, I wasn't really enjoying the first round at all uh, due to all the blowouts. Um, but the second round has been very entertaining.
0: Same here. But I think the... The Warriors in Sacramento was a good series. That was the exception.
1: Yes. You're right.
0: um, I know previous, because we... Let me give my listeners a little context. Uh, Me, him, me, Thomas, and Jamal, we are always on a text chain talking about sports, talking about social everything. So this ain't the first time you're going to hear my cousin Thomas on here. He has a lot to say. I'm sorry for the improper... Prop uh introduction sir but you know <laughs> i I value your opinion that's why i wanted you and jamal on here but jamal's not answering his phone so it's, it's all good yeah um i'm gonna ask you a few questions i know we got into it real quick but you know we're doing things different on, on this table lunch time lunch time table talk uh lunch table talk my bad but anyway um what do you think is the biggest surprise so far in this playoffs? in your opinion? The biggest
1: surprise. I think the biggest surprise would be uh, Miami's ability to to be successful in the playoffs even though they have what people would say in the basketball world, key components that are not available to them. So they really have the next man up uh, standard going for them. And it's, and it's actually working. Like it doesn't matter if you don't have this perennial star, the next man up can provide the same thing and, and keep the system flowing without an interruption, I would say.
0: I agree with you. That was my answer as well. Um, actually, it was between Miami and Milwaukee again. Put out in the first round. It was the same series. Doesn't Ooh. matter. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. For the lack thereof. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was like one team had, uh, like you said, next man mentality up, and the other team lost a star, and you would have thought the same thing. Like it had been the next person
1: up, right.
0: So, um also, in the previous segment, I also talked about the Warriors in, in length, about what I saw last night. Mm-hmm. And my question to you would be, is this the end of the Warriors? And I kind of said, it is unless they make some upgrades. Like, yeah, I don't know what happened with that. But um, what yeah. do you think about the Warriors?
1: So it's hard to say, right? Cause it was like the first year that they actually had their three, uh, players of longevity together, but not for the whole season.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it, it, it feels like the beginning to the end. Um, especially when you're talking about contracts and paying out, they already paid Jordan pool, uh, I'm pretty sure Draymond wants to get paid. He already had took a step back a little bit so the young fella can get what he can get. Um, I I think that they might give it one more year, though, just to see what they look like in full stride, kind of like how Denver was trying to you know keep Mitchell and all that, but they never could be healthy for them to see if the process and, and those elements would actually uh, cook and become something. Uh, I got you. But I won't be surprised if I don't think there will be a total dismantlement. I think that Clay and Draymond, one of those two, are going to be gone, or maybe both of them. But Curry going to still be there. Poole going to still be there. The big fellas, the young big fellas that they got, are still going to be there, and they're going to probably try to trade or uh, I think they already drafted people already. Uh, they're going to try to work, try to do that probably.
0: You know what's funny? They gave up on James Wiseman a little bit too soon. They probably could have used the size in this series.
1: Man, I was like, "Why are y'all doing that?" Like, y'all don't even see what what he could do. And enough enough data,
0: facts. I will say that. I mean, I thought that was. I thought I'd never see the day that Steph Curry could not hit the ocean, or even Clay. Like, I know they could get hot, but it was like. It was just sad to see that. Like, I, I couldn't believe I actually felt for them. And I was kind of – I hate to say it, but I was I was caught between a rock and a hard place because, on one hand, I love the Lakers, you know, mm-hmm. since Kobe and Shaq. But I've been kind of, like, rooting for the Warriors a little bit after last year. Like, last year they had a historical year, at least far as I'm concerned, because they got back on top, mm-hmm. you know. Steph finally got finals MVP, and now the conversation is, is he a top-ten player? And this year, they only won 11 games on the road. Uh, they caught yeah. Sacramento at the right time. I'm just recapping what I said earlier. So if you hear this again, just just I'm I'm having a, a, a one-on-one conversation with my cousin Thomas, who's very, very, very uh intellectual when it comes to basketball. Now, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. And I want to talk about, because I know you have told me, and I didn't know this, I, I should be ashamed of myself, but you told me how much you like big men in the post, and you like to see, you, you thought you could be a Tim Duncan. So I'll, I'm just saying, it seemed like the center position is back in basketball, but in a different way, not the traditional way, but the big men are being featured more, I feel like, as far as awards, as far as the praise, like right now they're saying Joker's is the best center in basketball. what
1: are your thoughts? the young teams that that we think that's gonna come out for the nBA yeah we did we I think we were
0: to recap we had a little technical difficulty so please please excuse that um you know what I think between sacramento Memphis. And it's another young team out there. It's another young team out there. I, named, I thought I named three of them. I know Memphis, Sacramento. Uh, I And, you know, Denver's still a young team, even though they're getting up there. I, I, I like Sacramento's chances. I mean, I like Mike Brown as a coach. Mm-hmm. And I think they just need some experience. And, you know what, the Knicks are kind of like in that area, too. And to be honest, I I mentioned earlier in this episode that they missing something. I, I don't know what it is, but they missing something. And Jalen Jalen Brunson balled this playoff
1: series. He did. He did.
0: He balled this play. And like I said, they also got three guys that are left handed. So I mean, you kind of have to say that's an anomaly. I've never seen. That I like many-
1: that. I like that though. <laughs>
0: I've never seen many left-handed people on one on one squad. So I was like, they may got something going here, but RJ Barrett, I don't know. He gotta work on this game. I mean, I think he, he got do. game, but I he gotta work on this game.
1: You may think I I think there's an element that's that's missing that's not talked about, right? Mm-hmm. When we think about perennial franchises that actually are in heavily populated cities, right? Sure. I think that's the thing that's missed as in New York, there is a Mm. exceedingly amount of pressure on entertainment teams to perform. And I don't think the Knicks, the Knicks haven't won anything as far as basketball since the 70s, right?
0: That's correct. I believe 73.
1: Okay. So it's a lot of pressure in New York to be the greatest. We talk about hip hop, all this kind of stuff, right? Fashion, movers, mm. all this kind of stuff. I think that is an element that's, that's missing is that there's a lot of players who love to be in New York, but they don't want to have the jersey of New York because of that pressure. Just like uh, LA is kind of the same factor, but I don't think it's near, near as much pressure.
0: I would agree with you. I think in LA is more relaxed so because yeah. they got beaches and oceans. They got beaches and oceans. You're on a lunch table talk with Karan and I got my cousin in the building. And did he drop off again?
1: Yeah, I don't see him anymore.
0: Okay. Um, but you know what? This playoffs has reinvigorated my love of basketball because, <laughs> like you said, the regular season it it is what it is with the regular season. Because like it's like, but the the one thing about the regular season, your habits will show in the playoffs. The Warriors yes. were bad on the road, so I didn't expect them to really turn it on and turn it. You know, it's not a light switch; you can't turn it on and turn it off, mm-hmm. as the veterans will tell you. But you know, but let's focus more on this game seven. Okay. I mean, I want to hear your thoughts. Like, what are the what do you think are the keys to victory in this game seven? Because first of all, everybody knows how unpredictable a game seven is. And it's in Boston. And with the history mm-hmm. of that franchise, yeah, what do you think would be the keys for the Sixers to walk out with a win? And give me a few keys you think would be for the Celtics to win. And your humble
1: opinion. In my humble opinion, no, I'm not (laughs) humble, man. Humble means you have to take yourself down and put somebody on top. I'm not humble. So, uh, I think for Philadelphia, uh, the team has to have the right energy. I know that no basketball analysts will say you got to get a B going if you're the Stephen A. Smith of the world. I don't like that. Sure, you got to get the team going. And you gotta make sure that you take advantage of your exploits. There Mm. is nobody who can check Joel and B. Nobody. There is no team that can defend the pick and roll with Harden and Joel. Mm. So they, they have that going for them, right? But they also have to show up and not let the light. You no know, distract them and i just think from a statistical standpoint we we know uh doc rivers record uh with you no know, uh series clinching wins right he's not doing so good so statistics tell me that it's time for him to win one he's uh, due he's <laughs> due you know what i'm saying he can't just be off for whatever it is 13 or whatever it is he got to win one eventually um, and for Boston, they just need to bring that grit that they had that entire season. I love their defense. Their defense reminds me of like the late 80s, early 90s, where they give you that dog fight, like they touching you up, as Shaquille O'Neal says. Like, I like that
0: defense. tonight. But you know what? I, I agree with the Celtics. <sighs> I just think the Celtics. I can't be unbiased. I don't like the Celtics, man. Eighty six. I'm sorry. No, eighty seven. I'm so sorry. Eighty seven, man. I just. I don't want to go into a
1: long story about that. But you talk about I, the, pad, the 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 play. The yes. Play yes. Yeah. Oh, on, on, sure. on my bur-
0: yeah, on my birthday, bro. For sure. For no, sure. Look, I've got. I, I can love the Lakers like a little bull. I. I no. To to the day I go on the ground, no. I can – no. I respect – let me say this. I respect the Celtics. I respect their championship pedigree. I respect the history. They just did Isaiah so dirty. That's just my opinion. Bird's a legend. I I respect the players. And you know what? I like Jason Tatum. He just played on the wrong team. I actually do like (laughs) Jason Tatum. The way he came alive in Game Six, like dude was having a horrible game, and I just felt bad for him. Like, <sighs>
1: yeah, he was playing like,
0: but, but I will say this: he somehow, some way, he channeled, he channeled his inner Kobe. Mm-hmm. He hit two step back threes. I said, you know what? That might be the game. You know how <laughs> we used to play twenty one? be like twenty one? Yep. <laughs> yeah, cash. <laughs> get cash straight cash so to put this all in perspective moving forward i I can see a lot of things happening in free agency and i really don't want to go into that neither but i do see a lot of teams want to make some moves Mm -hmm. really in your opinion needs to make that real move to be back contenders or at least be in in the conversation of being contenders
1: Okay, so are we talking about a team that was in the playoffs or just – Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes, a team yes, let's that listen. is in the playoffs.
0: Yes, because I want to stick with that motif. I mean, because we could go – we could talk about the, the, the Detroit. The yeah, mm-hmm. we could speak wide, but we're talking about the playoffs and how the title of this episode, if you didn't know, is So Far So Great. And right. I really, I, I, I can see at least three teams that need to make a move in this free agency, and we're not talking about players they should get, but we're just saying, in your humble opinion, who needs to make a move to at least be able to host Larry again? Because Larry goes from house to house every year to a certain degree. Unless you can keep him, other than that, he he's going. You know, you get to keep this Larry, but the new Larry get to go. Whoever c-
1: comes claims him or acquire some pieces. I would say. Uh, Sacramento, needs to get some veteran pieces. Mm. Barnes don't do it for me. Like, he not... I don't know how that brother is in the locker room, but on the court, he doesn't He doesn't take me as a person who grabbing them by their coketail. Like, hey, X, Y, Z, we need to blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't see him... He, I don't see that when I'm watching them on the, uh, on the court, on the TV. I think they need some veteran players that can start For their squad, and they still need some some pieces that uh, on the bench to talk to them young fellas and guide them and and show them certain things. Kind of like the one thing I love about LeBron is he's a veteran who can see the entire game, the way he orchestrates. Like they they need they need some veteran players that can do that. I think. For Sacramento, that'd be good. I'm not sure about what Cleveland can do. Um, I just think they just got punched in the mouth and they needed mm-hmm. that to, you know what I'm saying, to uh, get better for next year. Um, it sucks for Mitchell, Mitchell because he's been getting punched in the mouth for a while with injuries and you know, all this kind of stuff, but uh, <laughs> that's what just needs to happen. And everybody's not going to make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate to say it, but CP3 might
0: not—he might not get that ring, bro. You gotta get through Denver. Mm, not get... he's not getting through Denver. You know what? It's it's hard, man. I I'm gonna say that at the end of the day that um, I like I like the fact that you said about the veteran presence in Sacramento. The mm-hmm. only thing I would say about Sacramento, I just think they just need to grow. Sometimes you gotta mm-hmm. get your heart broken. Um, sure. They may have all the pieces there. They just, you know, we have to be very careful when, you, when you're when you mixing the chemistry up because you can either make it very volatile or you could, you know, it, it just goes flat like soda. Mm-hmm. Um I do think Cleveland needs a, a couple more shooters. I think they knew how they, – they knew that one – I can't even pronounce his name, but – the one guy that kept let, leaving open in the corner, they knew he couldn't. He couldn't hit the side of a building.
1: <laughs> Period.
0: <laughs> I mean, they would leave him open, and he, I'd be looking like, "Stop passing it to him! Like he's not, he's <laughs> not hitting! Like he's he can't even hit the ocean right now. That's bad. That's really, really bad. He can play defense. So, I think with this new league, the way the league is being transitioned from what we have seen as kids to teenagers, to now grown men, you got to be able to shoot because they will definitely leave you on the island and say, don't even worry about him. You know how we used to say three feet, no check. Like, you ain't got to worry about checking him because he not hitting nothing. I think they need at least a few more shooters to uh, get rid of, you know, leaving the lane open for Mitchell and Garland because they, they showed you they can play. But I just think they they need some shooters, and like I said, New York. I don't know what they need in New York. I mean it. I it's it's just weird. <clears throat> hey, what's up, Mike? You finally on the show? Hey, Dude. I made it. I made it. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, but Thomas dropped out. I don't know why he dropped out. But uh, you know, we're we're working. I'm we're working through all the technical difficulties of this of this right now. So we'll we're gonna get it together. I mean, yeah, editor. good deal, good deal. Um so the New York Knicks, that's where you're at right now. We were I was asking Thomas um the question of you know what do the I felt like the Knicks are missing something. So to make a recap, we basically we talked about what was the biggest uh surprise of the of the playoffs. We both agreed it was Miami. I also added in Milwaukee. Um we also talked about you know, the Warriors run over. We kind of think it is unless they add a, a presence, another big man. But I think they might go another uh, – another – you know, they, they probably could go another year or two maybe. Um, right now we're on the Knicks. And like I said, I, I've said throughout this whole show, the Knicks are missing something. I just don't know what it is.
2: I think they're just missing time. I mean, you look at it, Julius Randle had his best season with the Knicks, right? Yes. So he's scored the most points he's ever scored. His rebounds was on par with, you know, what he got 10 or slightly over 10 rebounds. I just think they need more time to gel. I mean, Brunson, this is his first season with the Knicks and you see what kind of player he's been so far. So he's been lights out for them. So I think if they get time to gel with this head coach, I would give Tibbs one, two more seasons to really pull this thing together. I mean, this is, as far as they've been in a while, right? Yes, it has. Right. So I think they're on the right track. I mean, I I will have to admit, R.J. Barrett disappointed me. I was one of the few people that said that he would have a better career coming out of Duke than Zion Williamson. I really thought he did. Or that he Mm. would have that. You know what I'm saying? So I think he has the talent to do it, but he's going to have to He's gonna have to make buckets. I mean, him and Clay <laughs> were about on par for one of the worst playoffs, I mean, that I can think of. Wow,
0: the stars, you, you know. You you're really critical, but if everybody doesn't know, this is my other cousin. And uh we like I said, we all talk ball all the time. We we have a difference of opinion. That's why I wanted them on the show so that they can balance out um some of the Thoughts and ideas I have because you know they'll tell you they think I'm they'll let you know I, I know I'm right, they know I'm right, but they just don't want to admit that I'm right most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, we're we gonna edit that part out. You know what no, we nothing. <laughs> no, we not. No, we not. you talking about? I, I, they, they, thanks for coming back, Thomas. I just told them that you guys know that I'm right most of the time when it comes to basketball. And you know, y'all keep me level headed. That's why I wanted you guys on here because, number one, I know you guys are gonna give me your unbiased opinion. Secondly, because of having these conversation with y'all, I know that you shopper my skills when I go talk to these knuckleheads at the job or even my <laughs> other cousins, because I'm like, yo, what is y'all talking about? You don't know what you talking about. Like I said before, like, um. We got Thomas's prediction on who's going to be in the NBA Finals. Mike, who do you think is going to be in the NBA Finals this year?
2: You know, I, I, I went with the Lakers early on in this playoffs, and I'm going to stick with them. I'm going to stick with them. I mean, for, for AD to take the shot that he did in the head, which I don't think it was a, a, a horrible shot. I mean, I think he exaggerated it a little bit. But he hadn't really gotten injured recently. His defense has stepped up. His rebounding is just out of this world right now. Austin Reeves, we need to talk about this guy more often.
0: No, we don't. Ha- yes, we no, do. we don't. Yes, no, we, no, yes we do. Yes, no, we, do. No, yes, we, do. yes no, we
2: do. The no, game that no, he no. played yesterday, the young man is like, I'm sorry, he's lights out. He is. He's a game changer.
0: No, he's so not. He, he, he,
2: yeah, he is. He no, definitely he's needs not. To stand that starting lineup for this team. He definitely does. He's a spark plug for him. <laughs> Any team right now that's in the playoffs would we'll love to have a guy like Austin Reeves on their squad right now.
0: You know, I, you know, when I look at Austin Reeves, I, I see that, that little white boy that played for Michigan in the national championship game, and he popped off. And after he popped off, he didn't do nothing else. That's, he had a that's, solid that's... season, cuz. You can't, you can't hate on Austin
2: Reeves right now. He had a solid not, season.
0: There's
1: something
0: not... behind that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying he had a moment. Every, he didn't look. have him, they're looking for this guy. They're looking no, for this guy
2: to make plays on the team. They're looking for the passing the ball. Hey,
1: Ferran, okay, you know, let's ask you this question.
2: Sure. Did My you show. see the
0: crossover he put on Steph Curry?
1: Yeah, yesterday? I did. Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. Not I me, mean,
0: well, yeah, they could. Curry ain't got no
1: defense. Well, come on, I cut it well, out. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Do you, do, do you not deny that the energy that he brings to the team? I think that's what Jamal think that, is, that half court shot looks like
2: an easy
0: bunny, man. I'm telling you,
1: because he you know brings that energy in that fight and he coming here to play.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, de- I'm not denying none of what you're saying. I'm just saying, like. He's fighting for a contract, yo. He was undrafted. He, you know what? He, he, That's what you do when you are undrafted. You go out and you ball out in the playoffs. Now, I need to see more to be convinced that he look, – look, this the playoffs. You need everybody – You let me say this again. You need everybody to play their role. And he played his role. They probably got on the plane leaving soccer, uh, San Francisco – you know, San Francisco treat, and they said we're not coming back here, y'all. When we come back here, we know what's gonna happen.
2: Cause you know what's gonna happen up in the playoffs when people have let you down, people like Clay Thompson, who has been there year oh, after year after yeah. year, players like that who have let you down. This guy, Austin Reeves, has stepped up this playoff. You gotta give it to him. I mean, Brian I believe- almost a near triple double. I
0: mean, I think they have the pieces they need to get to the championship. So that means I'm going to have to change my, my uh, thing I said on my uh previous show about LeBron went, but he got to win it. He's got to be finals MVP. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll come back on here and I'll say he's the GOAT. But let me also put a disclaimer by that. Michael, in my opinion, will always be the GOAT. I'll just say I got two number ones. And there's a three and a four and a five. There will be no number two.
2: I agree, and that could be a separate discussion. But I, you know, I, I I think MJ cemented right there. I mean, if you're talking about greatest player ever, not just NBA, I think you have to look very hard at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And I would say done.
0: I would say greatest career. I wouldn't say player. I say greatest career because he he never lost in high school. And I mean, I know we're getting a little off the subject a little bit. I'm gonna bring it back a little bit, but he never lost in high school. He won three consecutive national championships. And if he could have played as a freshman, he'd have been the first to win foe. He was that dumb. His freshman team beat the defending champion. And when he got to the league, he was the best player the minute he shook the commissioner's hand. That speaks volume of how dominant this brother really was. And the fact that we as kids, we weren't born when he was that dominant. When we seen him, he was just throwing up sky hooks and magic running up and down the court. But needless to say, I didn't want to jump off into that segment. I want to tag back back to the playoffs just a tad bit before we kind of end this discussion. Um, moving forward, I, I think I asked Thomas um, what young team do you see moving forward after this season? Do you feel will be the new face of the franchise? I just want your take on that, real quick. <clears throat>
2: Depends on what your definition of young
0: is. So, I like well, way- but, but between I'll, I'll I'll make it even easier for you. Well, in this playoffs, you had Memphis, you had Sacramento. I, I can kind of consider the Knicks a little young, but they're kind of like middle of the road. And then there's a, I just, I'm going to throw the Cavs in there. So between those four teams, and at least from your perspective, who do you think, which one of those four teams you think is going to take that next leap?
2: I like what the Knicks have in place right now. Like I said, uh, I, re- I really do. I think they have a nice core to really continue to gel. Um, as a unit with Brunson, RJ Barrett, and Julius Randle, you have a pretty good trifecta there that can be there for years to come. Uh, the backcourt in Cleveland worries me so. So I know that, you know, I don't think we've seen a, a small backcourt like this really pop since the bad boy Pistons. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I, I'm just not sure how. This type of backcourt, this very small backcourt, will work long. I, I have to see a little bit more from from Cleveland. There, um, Sacramento. Okay, it, they had a breakout season. Okay, I need to see this repeated a little bit. You know, I saw we've seen the Knicks coming for some time now. We've seen Memphis coming. This is new for me in terms of Sacramento. I do like some of the pieces there. I thought that I would see a little bit more. No. Man, you're lucky Thomas is back on because I was just cooking you. So, now
0: you.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. Now you
0: now You, 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 you ain't had,
2: had no comeback for it. I was just Come cooking on. you, son. So,
0: comeback for what? what this, 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 this will make it a little bit more balanced now. So, go ahead. What you, ahead. What you I, talking I'll let I mean, I'm the host. Y'all, y'all, my guest. What are you talking about? You could, no, I'm like skip. You can't never cook me on. Oh, so show. the host is always oh, right. No, okay, no. okay.
1: Skip gets cooked. How long now? No, no. All <laughs> right, Sha- all right, all right. Shannon and come Little Sharp, come on, skip.
0: <laughs> Little Sharp. Any, any, any As we're talking about the playoffs, and I, I, let's get this in before it cuts out again because this thing is on another. It has its own mind. I d- I was gonna do a clip about legacy, and that might be my conclusion. But I believe on the text chain we talked about legacies, and I did say that you know it can't it can't really hurt your legacy, but it, you know as far as chasing rings, um, and I know we talked about CP3, but you know I just feel like at some point you know Denver, I mean not Denver, Phoenix has new ownership. And they might just blow that whole thing up. I mean, honestly, I, I do think they might blow that whole thing up in Denver. I mean, not Denver. I'm sorry, Phoenix. I don't know why I keep thinking they're going to blow up Denver. But anyway, they could if Mike Malone make it to the finals. But what do you guys think about Phoenix and the new ownership?
2: I mean, as long as the owner is not trying to get involved in the physical play of the game, taking the right. ball. Like, look, man, uh, Phoenix – there's obviously a disconnect between the head coach and Aiden, who's former number one pick. I don't understand it. I really don't. I and, can
0: and I can. He's I Aiden, really... is, Aiden. is trash. He proved it this year. Even though he's not trash. No, he's
1: not. First, no, first he's of all, not. First, all. Of
0: all, first of all, let me let me let me just say this to y'all both. Uh-huh. If you don't want to be somewhere, you don't have to be there. You do not have to give a lack of effort to not want to be there. Now, I understand this is how the new players are now. I don't want to be here. They pout, and then they just move on, or they want to move on. Here's the thing. I got to say earlier, Joker averaged – let me give you all the numbers. Hold on. Let me grab my paper. Let me grab my paper. Did you know know Nikola Jokic averaged in this series – 38.5 minutes a game, he shot 59.4%, he shot the three at 44.4%, free throw splits was 85%, he averaged 10.3 assists, he averaged 13.2 rebounds, he averaged 34.5 for this series, fellas, I know he's a former two-time MVP, but damn, he averaged a triple double, and Aiton was playing majority of the games. And you're saying the guy is not trash?
1: No, there's a difference. He, let, let me
0: get my let, let me get my Corey okay. hook on before you. Respond.
1: Okay. Oh, He's please, tra- bring Corey. I love going. Yes, bring He's bring that
0: trash. Listen, you bringing it out of me? He's trash. I they- see what Giannis did to him in the finals a couple years ago. He let Giannis go for
1: fifty. He Fifty fellas. Yes, he. Yes,
0: he did.
1: He did. He. He became a statue. I know the right. statue looked like. So we. So I'm. I'm glad we here because this is the difference between chatting and talking. So listen. <laughs> there is a difference between a all star and a <laughs> superstar. Sure. Aiton is an all-star player. No, he's not. Well, go yes, ahead. he is. did he make all-star team yet? I thought, I thought he did make just, all-star.
2: Just, team. Just, just hear Thomas out, because I got to come back for you too. But go
1: just, ahead, go ahead. There, me, there is levels. There is level, levels to gameplay, right? We know this, okay. And he's not on the. He is not on Jokic's level defensively to be able to combat him. That's as simple as it is. Okay. So the number my report that. to that Go question. Go ahead. My retort to that is, do you think Chris Bosh
2: was an all-star when he with the Miami Heat?
0: Yes, he was.
2: His numbers weren't as good as Aiden's all right now. Yeah. Aiton just doesn't get the
0: Aiden shooting close to 60% from the field. How I'm how taking that to, bucket. How, how close to the rim is he? How, how close to the rim is he shooting? That's 60%. When Shaq was sixty percent, they kept going to Shaq. He was they 60, did
2: close to sixty percent from the field. It's not like he's just not. I think he's averaging ten rebounds per game, right?
0: I don't 17 know
2: seventeen to twenty points per game.
0: I just know when a guy like, averages a triple double on you, you you're trash. That's all I get. I can that tell you. But look, look.
2: <laughs> if we want to go back in history, Bill Russell had a time with
0: Wilt, right? Of course, and you no, know so what? So I'm like, come on, man. Like, but at the end of the day. <laughs> but there's a difference. Here's, here's a difference. Cuz I'm I'm the older guy in the room. I'm gonna say it. It's a difference. Here's no, I mean that's that's a No, 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 no. no. Average, average a-
2: comparison. Two centers playing each other, right?
0: Yeah, they are, but let let me let me let me let me address the elephant in the room cuz I'm glad you brought that up. Will Chamberlain has records ain't nobody gonna ever break i I'm sorry people, we 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 we're, we're still talking about the playoffs too, but we're also talking about um, this is what we do when we get into it with each other, but this is all going to be part of the, the, the show. At the end of the day, will got the numbers bill got the rings. So it all depends on what you care about a little bit is either you like winning or you like numbers. Now I'm just telling you right now, Nikola Jokic, I'm just showing some love to Denver Nikola Jokic averaged a triple double. And I don't know about you, but if I'm playing in a seven game series, Ain't no dude gonna average no triple double on me. Because no okay, he... no no and I understand he's all levels. There's levels to this, but my question is who's he guarding? Who what level is 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 he on? I know everybody say he didn't want to be in Phoenix, and I understand that he felt you know he him and the coach have a, a discord, and I agree with you, but you can't show lack of effort. I saw a lot in this series. He showed a lot of lack of effort. There's one play he just stood there on the baseline, and just watched. Like he, Man, he, he could the understand.
2: We're all human, though. and I, I get mean, that. I, I'm, I'm I sure you've that. been on jobs where you probably didn't give your full effort because you didn't want to be there or job position. I mean, re- regardless, I think that it, we can even look at a comparison like Hakeem and and, and Shaq. Now, people think back in history like Dream, Cook, Shaq. He really didn't, if you look at the stats and the comparison, Shaq Man. had a great series back there against Houston. And all I'm saying is if Ayton, who doesn't get the amount of min- minutes as Booker and KD does, they play him 30 minutes a game, if you mm-hmm. gave him more time and ran plays for him, I think he'd be up there in points as well. I mean, he's not averaging 20 right now, but he's close. But they don't run the offense through him. He's a former number one pick. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm glad you say that too. What's his go-to move? I don't know his go-to move because I I, I couldn't say that. But I know he gets—he's doing a a 60% field goal clip. I know that. Whatever he's doing, and to me, that's that's better. That's better than KD and Book. I know that. I know they're not averaging 60% field goal
0: percentage. Now that's because they're not shooting within five feet of the rim. KD and Book take mid-range three-point jump shots. That's why their percentage is where it was at. And if I'm not mistaken, it was said that Book and What's Name were shooting about 80 and 70 percent. So eventually that yeah, was gonna and, come and, down. Yeah, that in the playoffs. Play- that that was that was gonna come down. But I, I'm gonna right. say this. I still think the brothers trash. He could change my mind. I, I don't mind. I don't, look when I when I say he's trash, he's he's trash. But you just said so
2: you, you just said that Chris Bosch wasn't. He made the all-star team when he was with Miami. And he was average. It. with Aiden's averaging. No, a- a- so a- how can a- he not be trash with
0: Aiden? Be- because he had two other superstars, Hall of Famers, on his squad that he had to defer to. He was the third wheel. That's and, what I'm saying. That's what Aiden has. Aiden ain't even the third wheel, brother. Aiden is he, a is. <laughs> Bro, he is the third not, wheel. He is not the third wheel.
2: It's not though. CP.
0: Yes, it is. CP's the third wheel. Anybody no, exactly. else will tell yes, he is. It's, CP it, it, doesn't even start every game? Uh you talking about, you, I'm talking about yeah. CP3. I ain't talking about the other guy. Yeah. that that's what I'm saying. C P CP, CP3 is the point guard. He's the third guy. He is Booker. AD became number two. And then it it's CP3. And then whoever they got playing the the uh the the power forward position, he's four. Aiden is five. Now I this will is say why this. you don't know what you're talking this. about
2: because you're saying that CP3 is better than Aiden right now in their career, and that's just false. That's just absurd, man.
0: It ain't absurd. Look, you you see yeah, the numbers. Look at the numbers.
2: <laughs> man, look at <out laughs> look at. Okay, okay,
0: I, I, compare, I, 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 I can't about. look at the numbers. No, I'm just saying right now <laughs> at at this point, you cannot argue and tell me that Aiden is the third option on that squad because he's not. Now, what I will say, I give you credit. I think he should be maybe the third option because I think they don't get him involved enough. I will agree with you. They don't get him involved enough. And maybe if they would have gotten him involved enough, because I'm going to just be honest, the guy he played against was, is a former MVP now, and he's pissed off that they gave his trophy to somebody else. He's going to get the finals MVP. I, I, I'm kind of leaning toward Denver to get there. I hope they get there. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers get there. But I'm just going to tell you right now, if I was Aiton, and since you guys are on here and before we get off of here, I just think if I was DeAndre Aiton, I want to leave. I think that it would be beneficial. I'm just going to put it out there. If I was the Warriors, because they, like they like to go get guys, you can trade Jordan Poole for DeAndre Aiton. And therefore, you would have your big man, and you can go run, run it back for a championship. I think Aiden would fit in perfectly with Steph Curry man, and those guys. You
2: couldn't can, can trade Jordan Poole for a pack of skills right now, man. That big contract he's got, <laughs> how he just played, and the looked like, nobody's taking on that contract when he didn't show them anything, man. Like, you, I'm not trading for Jordan Poole, man. I'm not doing I'm it. <laughs> I'm just not. Oh, uh, a pack of Skittles? Not, not even a pack of Skittles, man. I, he's got he, he hasn't proven out his contract so far. He got the money and then his plate just plummeted. I mean that's obvious, right? We've all seen that, right?
0: Yeah, I see that. But you I'm know I'm not what? trading
2: for him. I'm not trading but, for him.
0: Okay. Not for that contract. Let me let's get back on the the closing subject of, of so, the playoffs so far so great. Sorry y'all, we 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 do this. So uh hopefully it's good entertainment for y'all. Um I would say this, who do you um if you had to predict real quick, who would get uh who would get who would win the series between um Denver and the Lakers? Denver and the Lakers. Yeah, this is conference finals time. Lakers. Um, I want to say who? Lakers. Lakers. Okay, cool. Hmm. Miami's in the conference East Eastern Conference Finals. Let's do a quick hypothetical because we don't we won't know till tomorrow who wins. I think the game's is at three thirty. Who do you think will win if Miami? Who do you think it'd be a better matchup for Miami? Yes, Boston wins. Mike, he says Boston wins tomorrow on game seven. What is your prediction?
2: You know, I want to go with Boston too. I mean, I really think Philly, I picked them to close it out at home. Mm. They didn't do that, obviously, which is disappointing. You talk about Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, James Harden, come on, dude. Like, what the (laughs) –
0: What's really going on, man? So, yeah, I mean, um, but you know, it's not as bad as AD though. Not as bad as AD. Currently, right now, I
2: think AD is having a better playoffs than Harden. But going back to who I think is going to win, I mean, I'm going to go with Tatum and Brown, man. I mean, um, for for Tatum to struggle the way he did in the first three quarters, (laughs) and for Philly not to—I mean, they were up, man. They were up late in the fourth. Like, how do you. Doc Rivers got to go. You got to go. Doc's got to go, man. Hey, hey okay,
0: okay. Okay, calm down. I'm going to send you to the therapy. I got you. I got you. Girl. I got you. I got so, you. I'm going
2: to go Boston. And I believe once they win, probably next day, Doc's getting fired.
0: Nah, I doubt it. I think if they're going to let him go, it's going to be like, they're not going to let him go. Yeah, they are. No, they not. not. They, they gave up too much money to get him. No, they're nah, not letting him go. Gone. He's out, man. He's out. Okay. We, we, we got, we, we got Sarah Jamal. Daryl Moore, B- Daryl
2: B- Moore. B- Daryl B- Moore. B- if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> Daryl Moore, do your job. You got to get Doc out of it. Get him out of it. Bring in Mark
1: Jackson. That's not going to happen.
0: See, I was thinking. No, no, we're not going we, 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 we to go there. We, uh-uh. Mark, Mark Jackson's is fine behind the booth. I, lo- I love your phrases, Mark. Mama, there goes that man. <laughs> um, I'm going to roll these dice. Nope. The, only, the only coaching job I want Mark Jackson to do is for the Detroit Pistons. If he hey, ain't I'll coming to the bad. Pistons. I if he ain't to, if I hate, to, <laughs> I hate to go off script a little bit, people. But if Mark Jackson coming back to coaching, I want him to come to the D. Yeah, that's, I don't, I don't want him, I don't want him resurrecting no more franchises but ours. Doc's
2: not the answer, and you heard Joel in in the the post game interview. Just like I ain't touched the ball in the last four or five minutes of the game. That's coaching. Sorry, that's coaching. You call that timeout? You said give him the ball. Or I'm pulling you. Get the ball to the MVP, or you out the game.
0: That didn't happen. Doc's got to go. I I understand that, but did you realize that the guy who finished fourth in MVP voting hit two clutch threes? And, you know, sometimes that can make a team shook a little bit because, mind you, he ain't hit nothing all game long. The man hit a step back in the left corner, shock him, like we said earlier, Thomas, Then he did, a, then he did it again. They had to call timeout. Now, you would think, you know, this is to stop him from getting on fire. But I I, did, I didn't even get a chance to watch the rest of the game because I had to go back and do my my walkthrough at work, my second walkthrough. When I came back, you know the game was over and, and Philly was going back to Boston. Look, I'm gonna be the only one here. I'm gonna say um, we're I'm gonna say I want the seventy six because I want I want a big man final. I would not be surprised if Boston pulls out. The game seven, because it's tradition, it's history. It's talking about that city in game sevens from the Russell era to the Bird era to even the Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen era, they find a way to win game seven. And then last year in Miami, they, they, they beat Miami in Miami in game seven to get to the NBA finals. So. It would be nice to have them and I. It's strange to think about it, but we didn't. Th- I, we didn't really talk about the dynamics of Miami and Boston playing each other again for the for the Eastern Conference crown. So that would be interesting to see that matchup. I don't think either one would be wrong, but I, I'm gonna stick with my 76ers. I, I want to see them in the Eastern Conference Finals. I want to see them in the NBA Finals. So, guys, I want to say thank you for being a part of this podcast. We will work out this technical difficulty because it's it's a pleasure having both you guys on. And- As we come into this episode, I'd like to thank my cousins Thomas and Mike for joining the table for a very, very entertaining conversation, and you'll hear from them guys again. The playoffs are still going on. We're now in the Conference Finals. There's only one team that's gonna win it all. But before we conclude everything, I just wanna leave you with this quote from Tim Grover's book. Winning takes you through hell, and if you quit, That's where you'll stay. Winning is a test with no correct answers. Winning knows all your secrets. Winning never lies. Winning is not a marathon. It's a sprint with no finish line. Winning is everything. That's just a couple points that he had in his book called Winning that I read. It is all about winning when you're in these playoffs. The team that wins hosts Larry for the year. But guess what? A new season starts. It's been an exciting playoffs. I hope it continues. I'm Karan. This was Lunch Table Talk. Enjoy your day.